Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello and welcome back to Pixel Podcast. Yes, the Apple conference was very, very recently, so we're doing a quick turnaround to make sure that you guys are up to date. And uh, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting one. So even if you're not an Apple fan, I would definitely listen because um, I think there's going to be some interesting talks about technology and other stuff um, that's outside of the Apple realm as well. So it should be quite interesting. Martin, hello. Hello, Ben. How are you today? I know you're edging to kind of oh. get started, so I will be very brief. I am great. Um, I hope you're well too. I am. And, uh, I just can't contain it, mate. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> With that, um, Martin, do you want to cue the intro? Okay. Roll those credits. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So there will be quite a few people listening right now who haven't really paid much attention to what the conference is about, doesn't know any information, et cetera, et cetera. So what I'm going to do is quickly, in one minute, sum up everything that was mentioned as much as possible. I made notes during the conference, so this is going to be quite interesting. Martin, have you got the time already? I have now got the time ready, yep. Cool. So if you want to count me down, I will run through in one take as many as I can. Okay, in three, two, one. Okay, so Apple started off the conference talking about Nintendo and the fact that they want to bring Super Mario Run to the iPhone first. Looks a really cool game. Also going to bring some cool little interactive stuff for the iPhone as well. iWork update. There's now going to be real-time collaboration, meaning that your co-workers, friends and family can also work on your documents as well. Apple Watch. um, There's uh, a number... One smartwatch is Pokemon Go coming to the Apple Watch. Series 2 has been announced. It's now swim-proof, has GPU, CPU improved, new brighter display, built-in GPS, new ceramic case option, Nike edition. It's going to start at £369, and the Series 1 has dropped now to £268. September 16th is the release date. iOS 10 is coming soon, later in the year, very, very much on the heel of that. iPhone 7 has been announced. New jet black polished design. Uh, There's also available black, rose, gold, silver, etc. Force-sensitive home button for more interaction. New Taptic Engine is IP67 rated now, water and dust resistant, better camera, optically stable, 50% better light, six elements, sharper, faster sensor, four LED flash, and now supports raw photos. The front-facing camera, seven megapixel HD selfie camera. Um, two 12 megapixel cameras are now available on the 7 Plus, one with a wide-angle lens, one with a telephoto, and can be used for shallow depth of feed effects, which are coming later on this year. 25% brighter display with wider color gammas, stereo speakers, twice as loud and higher quality, Lightning connector ear pods, yes, no headphone jack. Um, there is an adapter, however, in the box to adapt to 3.5mm from Lightning. Apple earbud wireless headphones have been announced. Uh, there are new Beats version of those as well. New technology that you can buy as an accessory on the go. Um, the iPhone supports the A10 Fusion chip, which is a quad core, and uh, with a smarter controller to save battery, 50% faster GPU, and the battery will now come with two hours more battery life. Shipping, of course, September 16th, and iOS 10 is going to ship on September the 13th. Wow, impressive. But how how quick was that? It was 1 minute 47. Okay, that was that was a lot longer than expected, but we're now up to date. I feel like we're all on the same page and uh, obviously you can check out this an article linked at Pixel Podcast website, pixelpodcast.com or abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel to find out more of that information. You did very well, but you actually packed in the entire conference in such a condensed space of time. I am Considering impressed. it was a two-hour conference, yeah. a two-hour conference, so we packed it in pretty well. So Martin, you're dying to start this whole thing off, so I will let you, we're going to talk about things, just particular bits that we, we wanted to talk about, so um, we're giving you the up-to-date information. Martin, take it away. 
Okay, I want to start off very quickly about the iPhone 7. Obviously, the big thing that was announced. Yeah, of course, the big release. I mean, actually, a lot of the things um, that was announced about the iPhone 7, a lot of the tech guys, including myself, already knew because a lot of it was already leaked. So it was quite interesting to see how accurate it really was. See, I, I stayed away from that sort of stuff, like the plague, and I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I think it's a great, don't get me wrong, I have never felt so excited about a phone that I was never going to get, okay? Because, like, my contract is in, it's still in its first year, you know, and I'm not going to get one. But to me, it was more of an improvement of what the iPhone 6 was. I'm not saying, like, the iPhone 6 was bad, and, and I even remember asking you, Ben, a long time ago, like, where did Apple go from here? And you said, like, maybe this could be a bit better and this could be better. And I feel like Apple have done that. Um, I'm going to quickly talk about the headphones. Like, were they really needed? For, for me, I don't think so. See, I'm so glad that you're actually on that side because I was expecting you to be on the opposite side, you know. Of And I've had people had arguments with me because people, people generally think that because I'm a tech person that um, I'm the person to go to to start arguments of related tech stuff. So I generally get the people going to me asking me what I think immediately and that normally goes into a heated discussion, to say it lightly. Yeah, and I will say the headphones are cool and... I think I understand like when you're running, you don't want like wires slapping you in the face because that'd be horrible, obviously. But the problem is, and th this is probably a big problem, which I don't think, I mean, maybe Apple did think of, but if you if you want to charge your phone, you know, like all phones, they need battery and after a while they go dead and you need to plug it in, but yet you're listening to music at the same time. You can't actually change, um, charge your phone up while you're listening to music in your headphones. It's not like a massive thing, but I remember reading it and thinking how inconvenient that could actually be. You could just be sat there, I don't know, doing your essay, think, oh, I need a charge of a phone. And now you've got to sort of stop everything, like take the adapter out for your headphones, then put it like the charger in. I know it sounds like, yeah, but that's sort of a two minute thing, but it takes you out of that rhythm quite easily, whatever you're doing. Yeah, I can understand that. And to be honest, I didn't really realize that problem until someone said it to me up front and i think that is in my eyes one of the only issues i have with the the move i think that um there will be some sort of adapter i mean basically the, the biggest thing i can compare this to is um the latest macbook um, the base macbook has only um, one usb-c port so if you want to charge the device and use the usb-c port for other things, you get like an adapter where you can where you can adapt into that. So that might be an option. Um, but just to clarify for some people, obviously they haven't seen the conference, I blasted through the details. Basically, um, the headphone jack is gone and Apple are claiming that this is gonna allow them to have more space to do other things in the device because people are wanting more and more features. And you know, the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack has been something that's been around for a long, 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 long time. And I agree that something needs to change and move forward. So they're trying to be bold and just go look. And they've done this before. This isn't the first time they've been bold with things like this. They were bold when they changed the old connector port from their old one to the new lightning port. They were bold when they chucked out the DVD drive um, on the MacBooks. And they had a lot of backlash at the time for both times. They had a massive backlash when they got rid of the old um, connection port, but they stuck with it. And, you know, people don't really care about that anymore. And I think that might be the case. Um, but 
the move is supposed to be um, to allow um, for better quality audio for one and to allow um, for more control of the headphones. And I, there are already manufacturers out there that are making Lightning headphones. And Lightning port headphones, because it's a digital connection rather than an analog connection, um, should mean for better quality audio. Uh, minimal improvements, I would think, really. But I think where it really comes into play is actually being able to customize those headphones. Some manufacturers allowed it so that you can actually tweak the drivers inside the headphones to get the listening experience really down to whatever style you want. So rather than buying a brand which suits a certain style of, of um, audio playback, you can actually just go, do you know what, at the moment I want these headphones to really suit a bass kind of style, like drum and bass, electronic music, but then maybe another time you want a profile for like sort of more classic rock, things like that, and you can do that. Um, so in the box you will get the Lightning Air, um, AirPods, which are just wired um, like the headphones you get in the box normally, but they're just Lightning edition of them, and you'll get a lightning um, two 3.5 millimeter headphone jack uh, converter as well. So I think, gonna be honest, for the people who have been really, really angry about it, I don't kind of understand why, because if you if you just wanna to stick to your normal headphone jack, you can do that. The problem of, about charging is a problem, and I, I'm keen to see maybe what comes about regarding that, what Apple's response is to this. But I think, as just, just generally, I mean, it's not like Apple have gone, you know, if you want to use your old headphones, you have to pay X amount for an adapter. There's one in the box. So I'm, I'm a little bit confused to quite some of the hate there has been, I'm gonna be honest. Also, just to note that the wireless pod headphones, they're additional extra. I think some people get a little bit confused around here about some detail, because just from the conversations I've had with people, so I might as well um, come straight out with um, the information stands. The wireless um, AirPods, the AirPods they're calling them, are the new wireless AirPods that are an accessory. So you can buy them if you want to buy some new wireless headphones. They're supposed to last all day. They have they come in a little case which charges them up and they're supposed to be basically a new way of using Bluetooth headphones because um, they're far easier to pair, they're intelligent, they know when you put them in the ear so they turn on that way. If you put one of them in the ear you can just use it for conference calling and things like that um, in your hands-free calling and it just puts all the audio through one, put it in the case or whatever and forget about it. And you can switch between all your Apple devices. Once you've registered with one it uses um, your Apple ID to then register with all of them so you can just go from device to device really, really easily. So I like the sound of them. Don't know what the audio quality is like. Don't know what the price is going to be like yet, but the, they look pretty cool. So Martin, um, is there anything else that caught your eye? I will say the cameras caught my eye quite well. Um, a statistic that I actually found out is um, the most used camera is an iPhone camera. Yeah. And well, the best camera is the one that you always have in your pocket. And that's why that's what um, they taught us in uni. And I think everyone also now knows, um, like, a camera's best, uh, any camera is best to capture a moment. And I think it was very needed with the iPhone camera. Um, and some people were like, no, no, but the iPhone camera, it's great. I've always felt, I don't know, reluctant to use it. I mean, maybe that's because I went to university, I had all these other better cameras. But for me, it was always like, I, I don't know, I just didn't want to ever use it. And I think it, it needed a good upgrade. Um, and it finally got that. So it, as Ben said earlier, it has the two lenses and which makes images even sharper, crisper, just better overall to use. I mean, and you've got that. You got that. You got the choice now. It's almost Absolutely. like carrying a camera with the two interchangeable lenses. If you want the wide-angle lens to get a decent shot, that's great. If you want a 
um, two times zoom, you can switch the um, the longer lens and get that shot as well. And then, as they're saying, you can basically go up to a 10 times zoom and you're getting far better quality because it will use that longer lens and then do a digital zoom on top of that. So if you do really need to zoom in, you're still getting a much better image quality than you were before. Um, they're switching to a lot more of the um, cine gamma sort of color space, which is basically a much wider color space. So your image is going to be far more vibrant and colorful than before. For, for some people, they might not care about that, but for others, even myself, I got quite excited about it. Some keen amateur photographers, I think, will really enjoy that. And I think they've been really upfront and gone, look, we're not after the DSLR market. We're not trying to replace the digital camera. But what we are trying to do is giving you more options with the camera that's in your pocket to be able to take some really awesome shots and do things like that. And I'm really, really excited. It's not going to launch at the time of the iPhone. It's going to launch an update later. But um, the pet project that they've given to their um, um, camera team to do this whole shallow depth of field thing by using the two lenses and to be able to actually um, pull your your point of focus um, fully in focus and everything else push that out of focus um, in the camera I think it's awesome it's giving you that DSLR wide you know large large sensor awesome lens kind of look which is very very popular at the moment and I think for portrait photography, um, you know, macro photography. I think that's really going to look really cool. And I'm really excited about that particularly. I'm also excited just in general as the company Apple is stepping into. Obviously, we talked about um, the Galaxy Note set on fire and and other companies around and it's sort of struggling. And I actually thought, you know, with Apple, they're going to release something. It's it's not going to work. And I, I can just see this working. Like I said earlier on, it's it's a big vast improvement on the iPhone 6, definitely. And I think you've got an iPhone 5 and you're ready to renew your contract. I think this is definitely the next phone you should get. Um, and I'm, I'm not part of Apple. And, and I know we said uh, with the Galaxy phones, we don't try and like involve people and say, you should get this phone. And we're not about that. But it's quite hard not to say it. Almost, and I know like our producers are going to rip their hair out here and they're saying, No, Martin, don't say that. But to me, um, <laughs> but to me, I think it's just the ultimate phone to have. And and this is from someone who hates, and I mean, hates looking at unveilings. And I hate, and I've never liked um, going, Oh, I'm going to get that phone because phones never bothered me. Up until right now, this Apple phone has got me so excited. Like, there's a lot of things that have changed with the update with iOS 10 coming through as well. I'm just really looking forward to it all. And I don't know, I feel like Apple is almost challenging themselves with every phone they release every two years. I think actually Apple have done a lot of things they've needed to do with this phone. I think they've made a lot of strides in a lot of ways. I think they needed to address the whole water resistant rating, which they have done. So if you if you fall in the swimming pool, your phone, you're fine. Just don't obviously don't go deep swimming with and it. And don't put it in microwave anyway. to charge it. Exactly. Um, I, I really love, I absolutely love, they've got a brand new um, um, black design. They've got like a, a normal black and, and then the they've got this black. really special jet black and it looks stunning. I love it. Basically, um, they've done it so that all the little antennas and stuff you'd normally see, they all blend in into this whole one body um, compound, which basically um, makes it look absolutely stunning. Um, you know, they've done a lot of changes, a lot of ways. They've done all things like that. They've now done it so that the base model is 32 gigabytes. People have been ridiculing them for a while the base model was still 16 gigabytes in an age where we're now recording 4k videos on our phone 
phone, you know, and 16 gigabytes is such a small amount of space and it's so easy to fill. So they've knocked everything up. I mean, you can now get a 256 gigabyte rather than the top end was 128. The cameras are better. The screens have got a wider color, color gamut, so you're going to be able to create, um, you're going to be able to do far more with that. You know, 50% better GPU performance. Um, we're talking uh, the process is far more um, sophisticated. Um, I think it's probably one of the more sophisticated um, CPUs out there in the moment. Being able to actually, um, it's it's a quad core, but actually having two types of cores, uh, ones that are better for saving battery and ones that are better for, for performance. So if it doesn't need really the raw performance, small things, sending emails, things like that, it can use the other um, the other cores, which will save you battery life. And I think that's really important in this in this day and age. You know, people always complain about the battery life on their smartphones. And I think that's really important. I do really quickly want to mention some of the other stuff. The Apple Watch, I'm a big Apple Watch user. They made some really great changes to that. The new Apple Watch, I think, is basically targeted far more towards the people who, who actively use them for, for um, their day-to-day -day fitness. I think that's really, really important because um, most people are using them for fitness. I mean, they announced that the number one smartwatch is the Apple Watch. In terms of gross sales, the Apple Watch is actually the number two watch in the world, which is absolutely amazing for them. Um, I don't think I, any of us really saw that coming. I mean, you know, especially when you see some classic watches like your Casios and and all your other watches that you know are very well known and bought, and um, that they've managed to make it up that far. But basically, all the changes they've done to the Apple Watch are things which are linked to um, helping in the fitness industry. They've added a GPS into it now, so you haven't got your phone with you. It can still track where you are. So if you're doing your run, it can track you along the map. So when you get back, you can look at the run. You can look at how quickly you did certain bits, how, how slowly you did other bits, what bits you need to improve. They've integrated with hiking apps, things like that. Pokemon Go, for instance, as well. So you can get notifications about that when Pokemon are in your area. Um, they've made it water proper, properly water swim proof. They've tested it for basically like a lifetime's worth of swimming to make sure it doesn't corrode. I love the technology in the speaker because obviously it has to have a speaker on it, which means it has to have a hole for the speaker because air has to travel into the speaker grill. So they've got this really cool port, which basically the speaker itself, after, after when it gets used next after you've um, come out of the pool, active like pushes against something, which then pushes the water back out, which is really, really cool. I think that's really, really clever. Um, I really, really appreciate that. And they've just done loads of iterations. It's 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 gonna have better better performance. It's, you're gonna get more out of it. It's, it's you know it's got um, uh, a lot more in in house to try and uh, make the experience just that bit better. For me personally, there's no major need for me to upgrade. Um, I my watch suits my needs personally very much well. But um, they've also made the um, the original Apple Watch far more appealing as well. They've dropped the price on it, and also at the same time, they've um, upped the performance of the CPU. They've put the brand new CPU into that as well. So, uh, you know, they've made it a lot more appealing for people who just want to get in, into the, to the, the smartwatch world but don't want to pay the full price. So it's a little bit cheaper, a little bit easier. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think, they've, I think they've made some good strides. I'd like to just sort of finish off what I'm about to say. Um, there's so much more we could talk about about the iPad the iPod and all the other releases that of they... course but I, we have to try and keep it concise I think these are the key important bits that we're covering you can obviously read more up about it in your absolutely. own time absolutely but I would like to say these last two ones that we, I don't think we've really touched on as much as we should have obviously with the new stereo speaker system that's been added to the iPhone which has been a lot of people been crying out for that is something that is super welcome and finally that they've made Apple Pay even more secure than it once was so someone like me I look at that and think you know what, I, I think I could get a board Apple Pay because I, like, as Ben knows, I am completely against, like, contact lists and all that. So I I feel even more safe now with this. But obviously, we've got to keep this down. Feel free to read the article on your own time. 
I do quickly want to touch very, very quickly just before we end on the new home button for the iPhone 7. It's now got um, like a force and um, 3D touch style thing that we've seen on the um, screen of the iPhone 6S, the phone that I use, um, which is come quite useful. It's also obviously the screen on the Apple Watch as well. It means that you can interact in different ways. There's, there's a the new taptic engine, so you can get more taptic feedback. It's like a type of sort of um, vibration feedback, but it's far more accurate and precise and feels a lot better in the hand. And uh, you can go and be able to do a lot more things with that um, in terms of um, shortcuts, but they haven't given the exact details on that. Um, so yeah, so, you know, changes all around. Stereo speakers are really important, yes. I think they've probably freed up space from the headphone jack being removed to be able to put the extra speakers in. I think they were pretty full on everything in the device. So I think by removing that, they freed up some space and possibly some of that went towards the speakers. Not front-facing speakers, which I still think should be a thing, mm, definitely. but uh, stereo speakers... That are better and if they're 50% louder, that's incredible as well. And I'm really, really excited to actually physically hear it in person. There are three kinds of people, those who can count and those who can't. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So there we have it, another Pixel Podcast episode. We couldn't cover everything in this. Um, you know, Apple talked for two hours straight without us talking for two hours straight. There's no way we could cover everything. But hopefully you've enjoyed the episode. I hope it's been informative. It's probably going to be a little bit longer episode than normal, but we hope you've appreciated that as well. Thank you to everyone. It's very, very important that I let you guys know that we are actually taking a break next week. Um, we're doing it to basically um, start uh, reworking on some of the episodes, getting them better improved, and uh, we hope you appreciate bearing with us. We sometimes just need to take a little break just to help um, improve what we do and make the system of them getting up better and more efficient because uh, me and Martin have been really busy lately so things have sort of slipped back a little bit so we're going to work on that and we'll be back the week after next with the same three episodes a week as normal so stay tuned for those so yeah so it's a little little pause but don't worry we'll be back before you know it so Martin uh, thank you for joining as well as always um, really enjoyed this episode Ben and you know it's, been really it's good. always a pleasure to <laughs> of cover course. these of course, and of course, you're equally as excited um, to bring back the episodes when we do the following week. Absolutely, I can't wait for that. Don't forget, in the meantime, you can check us out on all the usual places. So if you want to take us on the go, we're available on Stitcher, we're available on Spotify, and we're available on the iOS podcast app as well. You can listen to us and check out more information on the Abrupt Audio website, abruptaudio.com forward slash pixel. And also check out some of the other great podcasts by our parent company, uh, Abrupt Audio, on their website as well, abruptaudio.com. Don't forget to drop us a little tweet on your thoughts on the iPhone 7. We're very much interested to hear that. If you want to get involved in the conversation while we take a break, that's at Pixel Podcast on Twitter. And with that, we'll say our goodbyes and we'll see you very, very soon. Thank you for all the love and attention. We hit an amazing 800 listeners last week and we love you all very much for that. Absolutely phenomenal. It's a new record for us and we hope to beat that record month on month. So let's do it. Tell your best friend about the podcast. You know, get get a new listener in. You know, if you try and aim, you know, maybe every week to just tell someone new about the podcast and get them listening, that'd be absolutely amazing. And uh, with that, thank you again, once again. Thank you to Martin. Thank you very much. And we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G G N O R E.